Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Well, we're here still. Todd, myself, Denise, and Cal. You got us all three hours. This is hour three. And I know we're not supposed to just talk about the hours, but this is a wonderful time. You know, let me tell you, Denise, Todd, and I are looking out the window of our studio, and it, it is the sunshine. There's people running on the the, uh, the, the, the little walkway here. It, it In the West Coast, it's the beautiful weather. I, I'm sorry, but I just really enjoy the weather of the West Coast. Thank you, all you East Coaster people, East Coasters, East Coast people joining us. Uh, WTJS is our newest affiliate, 93.1 FM in Jackson, Tennessee. I hope it's as beautiful there as it is here. Actually, I called and talked to someone in Cleveland, Ohio yesterday, and they said it was like 60 degrees and beautiful in Cleveland. So, uh, you know, enjoy the weather while you can during this COVID-19 that we're uh, trying to stay socially distanced, but uh, it's great to be able to go outside and just feel that sun on your, the vitamin D that you get uh, on yourself. So call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Remember, we're, uh, do, we're, we are not giving you legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law, seek local counsel. The only time that we are helping you out is during this very vital time, like this weekend. Not this, not this immediate like this, but this coming weekend of Thanksgiving is so important. Radio Law Talk has prepared you since January 1, 2019 for what, Todd? For the ability, and specifically this year, when you have your family over for the allotted governmental two hours and you're still wearing your face mask and eating your food out of a box. Other than the and, governor's. Yes and, some, yes, and somebody brings up a... Uh, Somebody brings up a topic and says, you know, they say you can pull your mask down as you talk to them through the plexiglass that you have to install in your house and say, what do you mean? I'm ready to talk if they can hear you. Mask yeah. down. <laughs> Take a bite. Take a bite. Make your point, and you're done. And then, and then put it back up. And, and then so, throw Grandma and Aunt Jane out. <laughs> exactly. The door. Exactly. Two can, hours are up. It's cold. I don't care. Go on out, Grandma. You, you can say, "I heard on Radio Law Talk this is this is what it is." All yeah. Right, so yeah. So that's why it's the only time you can use us as 
as authority is what is what Todd is trying to say. Um, remember, uh, if you need any questions answered, people a lot of times will email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. We can't give you, quote, legal advice, you know, so, uh, you know, seek local counsel or, you know, if, if you, uh, you know, uh, want to ask us about something in, in our jurisdiction, that's a different story. So anyway, we're going to talk this hour about a New York Giants cornerback. We're going to talk about dirty dancing. We're going to talk about the tragedy of uh, Naya Rivera, uh, who was one of the stars of Glee. We're going to talk about to- uh, toddler formula lawsuits. And then at the end, we're going to do a thing called quick takes. What quick takes is, those of you in Jackson, Tennessee, is we're going to do a quick little take on all three hours, something for you to remember and contemplate and think about this weekend. And that's what quick takes are. But before we get to all that, Cal, case or no case? Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! By the way, I've decided to follow the governor and not take his advice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's true. <laughs> okay. Hagen's Berman, Hagen's Berman of New Jersey is upset. As a bit of an environmentalist, he thinks Mercedes-Benz, like Volkswagen, cheated on smog tests for its supposedly clean diesel blue tech vehicles. He said they illegally emit dangerous levels of nitrogen oxide in virtually all real-world driving conditions and likely contain a defeat device used to cheat testing at highway speeds, at low temperatures, or at variable speeds. Mercedes says, look, Diesel engines, even the cool blue tech, must be tested at full engine temperature because diesels love to run yeah, in the warmer temperature ranges and they're more efficient there, but not so much in the low temperature at lower highway speeds. So Bergens, who's a class action tax lawyer, sought counsel to see if the Benz was a dirty car or if he should get a free new gasoline model along with millions of other people. And Mr. Cunin, I'm going to ask you right off the bat case or no case, my friend. What say you? You said uh, Bergens was from Jersey, right? He said Jersey. Guy. All right. He's so Jersey, here's Jersey what here's guy. what I'm saying. You know, hey, look, you want to drive your dirty vehicle around? That's fine. You got to pay me a little something, something. McGuido is going to come over and talk to you. So uh, uh, <laughs> when those two get going so, so, on their so whatever, Jersey, New York, you know, hey, you know I'm, I'm soaking this up like a sponge here. So you know, and I didn't like the fact that the Mercedes was in leopard print or not available in leopard print. Okay. Good point. Um, so uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, I have no idea this guy was upset. I think he might be willing to talk to an attorney who said at, the, at that point in time, yeah, you don't have standing. This is a governmental issue, so we can't file a case. Okay. So you're saying it is not a case. Not a case. Ms. Dirks, what say you? Case, is there is there truly a dirty Mercedes in addition to Volkswagen in the dirty diesel parade? I mean, that's really the core of the issue. And if so, is it an actionable thing? You know, it's funny because I... I you sent something out to us, a topic, about Jaguars. I did. And yes. and so it kind of makes me believe that this is... Well, Fred's dusting, by the way. Yeah, I am sitting <laughs> here this dusting. Is not a, yeah, you, I it am is dusting. dusty in here, by the way. I'm dusting in here while Denise is doing I know. Thing. I was noticing that our Radio Law Talk uh-huh. rock up there oh, yes. had little dust specks uh, on it. I am dusting because right now I already know my answer. Keep going, Denise. <laughs> no case. 
All right, fair you enough. You made it up. Mr. Penny, what say you? Did I make this up, or was Mercedes whacked? Look at or, the dust, Cal. Or, I can't believe you didn't. Why are you not doing your job? I didn't know I'm standing here in the I middle of Radio Law Talk <laughs> with my hand dusting where you're supposed to be dusting when with I your feather my, duster. When I signed my exclusive big money contract with Radio <laughs> Law Talk, it did not say dusting duties. I included. think we need to add it. I have to stand here with these things dusting. Uh, this is no case. Move on. Okay. No case. Well, that's, oh, no, wow. no case. And did you say no case too? I yeah, said no okay. case. Look, it no was case. the it was Dang, the Patrick Swayze, the Patrick Swayze no model case. of diesel. So it's a dirty dancing Mercedes. That's oh, what it is. Oh, it's a no case. And, uh, hmm. We all said no case. No case, Cal. Cal, you can pick up a point well, here. I'm fascinated by that. You all would say no case. Those of you who say no case, that would be Fred, Todd, and Denise. And I get a get a company he got us. He gets two points. I can't believe. <laughs> Yeah, he, gets two points. he dusted And all by the of way, us. since we know it's a case, I'd like you to tell me how much you think the settlement cost our friends from Dusseldorf or wherever they live. Uh, Todd, you just what year? What year was it? Uh, that's a good question. Okay, you don't know. I mean, was the, it the, the blue tech was? Oh, it had to be recent. Yeah, fairly it's fairly recent. Fairly yeah, recent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say I, I, I think you got a hero and uh, season tickets to the Giants and maybe a couple of Nets games. That's <laughs> okay. It. And a place to dump a couple of guys just in case he needed to. Yeah, whatever. Okay. And I think it was 30, 30 million euros. Okay. Fred, I'm going to say you? 100 million. 700 million. I was close. 700. Fred was closest. And it was euros, right? No, it was dollars. Seven hundred million. The guys from New Jersey, remember? New oh, Jersey. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So there was also a federal penalty. The crime. The so did the guy who got the money? Well, the federal case settled, so yeah. the feds got a little bit of money, yeah. and then he also wanted to get cars replaced and do all this. I mean, he really. What? Why did he make? Who got the seven? It was a class action. He turned it into a class action. Oh, so, but so nobody got money but the lawyers. You know. Well, man, and why? Wow. And he got a pair I of Bruno Mali cement loafers as well. <laughs> they work well when you go off the bridge. <laughs> oh, when we come back, we got more things to talk about. We already told you, but hang on. Toddler formula is coming up. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is case or no case. Be sure to join us for every hour of Radio Law Talk when we have a case or no case to try to stump our highly esteemed panel. And if you stay right there, we'll continue with the program. This is Radio Law Talk. And All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. 
That's 800-220-7612. Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over thirteen grand in additional interest, and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEBT. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1376. That's 800-918-1376. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor, and The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. You know, at Radio Law Talk, we always bring up the this word, and that is al- allegation or alleged, because most of the time there are people that are arrested, that there's allegations against them, and a lot of them, a lot of times, is not are not true. And what's sad is the media brings up Everything, oh, they're arrested, or especially if they're well-known, and then the rest of it 
when it finds that they were not guilty usually just pitters off a little bit. The and allegations we, are front page news. Yes. The resolution of acquittal right. is buried Bar- in the back buried. page. That's right. Yeah. So we, we talked about a New York Giants cornerback by the name of DeAndre Baker uh, was arrested for doing what? He was arrested on four counts of robbery and theft and, and assault. The allegation was that down in uh, Florida, during a dice game, a game of dice, he pulled out a gun and took cash and jewelry from three other individuals that were involved in the dice game. That was the allegation. Him and another player for the Giants were both. They didn't prosecute the other player. They said they didn't have enough for them. But Baker faced charges because of this with these uh, with these. Witnesses saying he held a gun to us and, and and took our money in cash. Well, guess what? Nope, didn't happen. They've dropped all charges. Come to find out, they're now backing off their story. Um, in fact, the attorney was arrested in South Florida who's basically said, you know what? Uh, you give us two hundred sixty-six thousand, and uh... now we'll be fair. It's alleged. It's alleged. It's alleged, alleged. that the, the, the attorney for the three alleged victims uh, was trying to negotiate a deal with Baker, and he is alleged to have said in exchange for two hundred sixty-six thousand dollars, "quote My clients would say anything you want, so long as the money is right." And you know, once that happened. The, integ- the integrity of the case – look, there's – attorneys can negotiate settlements and try to do stuff, but if that is true, that the attorney did say that, that, that goes a little bit beyond the pale. Yeah, That's actually not a settlement offer. That's extortion. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and that's allegations that he said that. Exactly. That's what they're trying to say. But, but you know, kudos to uh, New York Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker who uh, was thrown to the wolves, and it came out on his side, and we are – telling people that that happened. Now, here's one interesting twist. Let's say that this is just an allegation against the attorney that he may have made that offer to Baker. I could see the prosecution looking at this at this point saying, even if that allegation turns out to be false, that so far impairs our ability to convince a jury that this incident occurred beyond a reasonable doubt that there's so much mud now, even because of these allegations, that it would be futile to proceed uh, with prosecution. And that would be one of the reasons they dismissed. Yeah, and isn't it true that the victims all recanted their initial statements? They did. And so can't they be charged with perjury now? Uh, they the, Well, uh, not perjury, because I don't believe the statements were made under oath, but they could be charged with filing a false police report. Yes, and um, then when and they get in, if they decide to go after him again or to make these claims again, then they could have to plead the fifth, and then they couldn't really even it would be testify, very, right? It would be very difficult to to proceed with the prosecution, given the way things have turned out. And, and look, all this happened earlier this year, so this is all 2020 stuff. And now, uh, I think it is interesting, though, that the New York Giants, after they got word that he had that the case has been dropped... The New York Giants said, well, we wish him the best of luck, but we're not interested in bringing him back to our ball club. Yeah, and he was a first-round draft choice. That's crazy. See, to me, that just it just seems like it, 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 it. Again, there might have been other issues. I was going to say we it, don't know the circumstances. We don't, or, but yeah. I bet you that was at least another straw. 
on the camel. You know what I mean? Got to be. I don't know if it's the final straw, but it might have been the final straw that broke camel's back. There may be some civil cases going here. Who knows? I, I think that it will be interesting to see if the Giants want to release him. And he was a first-round draft choice, so you're entitled to first-round money. If the Giants seek under some morality clause or something like that, he was arrested to get out of paying, we'll see what happens. He may have a grievance if they try to do that. But we'll see what happens. Most important thing is we got Denise Dirk sitting here around around the table with us. She is a, as you know, she is a family law attorney. And we got Jennifer Gray of Dirty Dancing has a settlement uh, with uh, her ex, uh, Clark Gregg. And tell us about that settlement that's kind of interesting, Denise. Well, they have a lot of assets. And they also share one daughter together. What's Clark Gregg? I don't know him. Is he an oh, actor? Look at Did, this picture. Have you seen the uh, you, Have you, you have seen the, re- the Marvel him. movies like mm-hmm. Iron Man and the Avengers and all of those? He was the guy. Captain that, Marvel. He was Captain the guy America. who was essentially the right hand man for the Shield uh, oh, agency yeah. that, that was you know. We need to talk with you and debrief and you know just sort of mild mannered, but he was in a lot of those up until a certain point when he was not. Yeah. Yeah. And they I don't been, want a spoiler alert. They've been anybody. married 19 years together. They yep. have one wow. daughter. And a good thing, I really like what they did with their daughter. They they agreed that they were both going to mutually support her until she's 24. And that's in writing. So that is enforceable under California law. It's not just a contract arrangement, but now it is a judgment arrangement. Um, their judgment won't be final. Well, their judgment's final right now, but it won't be. They won't be divorced until February 16th, 2021, and that's because um, of a cooling off period uh, in California. There's a six months time frame. But what's interesting is that uh, Jennifer Gray gets to retain all of the earnings that she made in Dirty Dancing, and why is that? Because Dirty Dancing was 1987. Mm-hmm. Right, and they didn't get married until three years after that. So it was her. It was her. Her, her separate, separate property, property that she earned prior to marriage. It was from her efforts prior to marriage. Here's something interesting I think about this case really quickly. I don't know what Gray's source of income is or how much she makes annually, but I did notice in the article that I read in research for this that it was uh, Greg, Clark Greg, who was the one who waived ongoing spousal support from Gray paid to him. Now, he's been in a lot of stuff. She's still making bank. She was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She was in Dirty Dancing. I don't know where else she is, but she was the one that potentially was on the hook for spousal support. He waived it. Yeah, and during the marriage, she was not working a whole lot either because during the marriage, right, right at that time, she fell off a horse and she injured her back. So she hadn't worked for a long time. He probably was still the primary source of at least work efforts during the marriage. When we come back, we got lots more to talk about. Hang on. As Fred said, there's much more coming right here on Radio Law Talk. So don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Know someone? Are you serious? If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So Naya Rivera is uh, known for her uh, for a number of things, but first she was an actress in Glee, and she was in Southern California at a Lake Peru, Peru, I can't remember how to, Peru, Peru, um, and I, I've went to YouTube and I've looked at videos of that lake. Believe it or not, it's a, it's a fairly small lake. It's fairly narrow. Um, it's not very big. And she brings her son with her, uh, who is four years old. And they, on a, uh, you know, a, a beginning of a normal day in Ventura, this is Ventura County, Southern California, rent a pontoon boat. Now, what happens is, is... There's some speculation, and then her little four-year-old boy, who apparently was able to talk and, and give some descriptions, go out, and uh, they jump out swimming, uh, and apparently there was uh, stormy weather and wind gusts up to 21 miles per hour, and apparently uh, he was wearing a, uh, a uh, according to the sheriff, he was wearing his um, life jacket, the little mm-hmm. four-year-old boy. She lifted him up. When the storm started to brew and uh, the boat started floating away, put him up there, and then she was not able to make it to back to the boat, and she drowned. Yes. So now there's a lawsuit against a number of entities uh, that uh, claiming uh, the entities are basically uh, the county of Ventura County, United Water Conservation District, Park and Recreation Management, 
fail, uh, alleging that they failed to warn the visitors of the dangers of the lake. Uh, they didn't outfit the boat properly with safety equipment and did not give her, one of the other arguments is they did not give her um, enough, uh, an anchor that should have been on the boat, they're claiming, and supposedly there's allegations she didn't have a life vest on board, where the sheriffs did say there was one on board when they found uh, the boat. So that is what's going on. There's some interesting details that Todd wants to go over, uh, as we've discussed, uh, about this case, and I'll, I'll roll back in about a little bit about a personal injury part that I that that I uh, noticed. Well, the, the one thing about this is that first and foremost, because it, it, when we start talking about cases like this, it's easy to sound very callous, and I, I don't want to do that because we're analyzing um, you know, allegations and viability of the case and what have you. But still, we don't want to lose sight of the fact that a four-year-old watched his mother die. Oh, watched his mother die. And, it's just, and, and, yeah. and it's just, it's heart-wrenching. It's terrible. And, and right now, the, the lawsuit is being filed on his behalf by his father, right. who was not married to, they, they, they shared this child together, the deceased. He's um, the guardian. And he's the guardian. So right. it's filed on the child's behalf. But oftentimes when you see a complaint... Complaints can be drafted as very uh, factual things, you know, such as, uh, you know, the, the defendant had a duty to do this and they failed in that duty and this happened and these are the damages. And it just kind of lays out the facts. I read the complaint in this case. and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll just read to you the very first paragraph. Not very long. And it starts out this way. Naya Rivera was a beloved television and film star, a Grammy winner, a multi-talented actress, singer, dancer, model, and businesswoman, an icon and advocate for the LGBTQ community, and most importantly, a devoted mother to her only child, Josie. Now, all of those things can be absolutely true. They don't really have not a relevant. whole lot to yeah. do with whether or not the entities being sued were negligent or otherwise wrongful in how they acted to her. But this complaint is filled with details about her life, and it reads more like a, a story or a screenplay than it does a complaint. And and um, it's just not something that I see that often. I mean, I'm reviewing criminal complaints all the time, but I, I, I wonder about the strategy and, and what the they're thinking about that. I can tell you that in this case here, in, in some of the articles that I have read, there's an indication that she was offered a life jacket and declined it mm -hmm. and then went out. And so the question here and is... But, but declined it, but yet they, the, the, the individual that rented the boat for her still put it on still put it on there and the so, life so, jacket on so the question on the boat that is so yeah. the question here is look if you're saying that these these entities the the county and the people that were renting the boats and all that didn't have the warnings didn't have this warnings about the warning signs. dangers warning yeah. signs and all that the question that i have here is is that what caused her to drown i mean Assuming that that didn't happen, they still have to prove the cause and effect relationship. They're trying to do it in the complaint by showing that she was very active, she was physically fit, she was an avid swimmer. And so the implication being clearly the only way she could have drowned is if one of these things that they didn't warn her about occurred, but they can't point to it. That's going to be a difficulty for her in this I, complaint. I actually think I want to be a devil's advocate here because I think what the core of this is that there was no way to secure the boat from moving away from her and that <clears throat> the no anchor and no ladder and no flotation device that you throw out with the rope, that was not on 
um, none of this equipment was on there, and so she allegations. got se- allegations. the allegations are that she got separated from the boat. And even when she screamed help, help, her son couldn't even throw out a rope or anything to mm-hmm. help her. So I'm seeing it from just a little different of an angle than a failure to warn. I I, I get that, but I, then this is if I was the defendant, I would be looking at this. You know, there are people that go to places like this and they take out canoes all the time. And you know what? Canoes don't come with anchors. They don't come with those. It's just not common in that kind of a craft. And this was a small pontoon boat, which was just a step different than a canoe. And if those things aren't normally there, and and I, I think the argument would be anybody can look at that and without warnings make their determination on their own, hey, this may be Here's something the that's thing, dangerous. Denise, Fred. And, uh, yeah, I'm the plaintiff's lawyer here. So, so yes, that's the arguments I'm making, and I'm, I'm always leaning on your side. But the, the big issues or questions are going to be, number one, life jacket. Why wasn't she wearing her that's life jacket? Huge. That yeah. is a huge defense for them. She had the life jacket. No matter what was on the boat, she had a life jacket, she would have been fine. The other interesting thing I note in the complaint, they're saying that the four-year-old boy was able to get up on his own onto the, uh, apparently, at least that's uh, able to, to, to get up on his own. I, I, I wonder if that is absolutely true, whether or not he, he could have gotten up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to that quote and make sure I'm right, but that's my understanding. I, and then there's other ones that saying that she lifted him up on. That, that's more likely rather than not. Uh, a quote, and this is a quote from the um, complaint. Josie, that's the son, who was closer, managed to get back on the boat on his own volition and braced himself on the boat, which was rocking back and forth forcefully in the current, in the current wind. Now, here's some interesting things. Again, Cal, you got... You know. I just want to say, when do people understand, how do we help people understand that when you tangle with nature, you are taking a risk, and yeah. you can't live in a risk-free environment. You're just saying, going to go out on a lake in a boat, what could go wrong? Well, as it turns out, a lot. There's a thing called assumption of the risk that the defense go. will argue. Just there are also right. government government codes, section 835, 836, uh, that, there are, that protect them from uh, lawsuits in these type of things. Doesn't mean the government can't be held at fault and be at fault here, but there are, you know, there's going to be a lot of things thrown in here. There were, it sounds like, some violations of boating safety laws that this boat, you know, this rental company, I think the rental company was part of the of the county's uh, rental company. I mean, it wasn't like an individual private person that owned the the, the, the boat. So yeah, I think that there's, there's going to be issues on both sides. One of the allegations was a boat of that size is supposed to have uh, life preservers and an anchor. Uh, life preservers and an anchor for those that went out. And, and the argument here is they said she didn't have one, and the facts tend to show that she may have. I think that the a difficult part about this, and the thing that just breaks my heart, is that there's only one witness about what happened once that boat was out on the lake and both uh, she and the boy went into the water and then the boy made it back on the boat. There's right. only one witness. And that witness was four years old at the time, and is now, and is still only four years old. That's called a Dylan V. Leg claim. Now let me tell you something, and this has nothing to do with uh, backup from the lawsuit. I'm just questioning. I'm asking myself. Now she was very fit, and she was a swimmer, and she was a good swimmer apparently. If you look at that lake, that lake is pretty small. And I know I've been in lakes, and if the wind is blowing, it's blowing you toward one shore or the other. Why wouldn't, I I just don't, I'm not saying that she did anything wrong. I'm saying, I don't get it. Why couldn't she just, okay, 
the wind, the, the boat's being blown over. It's going to be blown to one of the shores. Why don't you, your son's on the boat. Get on your back, paddle, relax. I'm wondering if she panicked. I'm not saying she did. I'm wondering what, how could you not get to shore being a good swimmer and just kind of do a, a relaxing backstroke or a, you know, kick back and, and let let it take you to the shore that was very close, not very far away. I have a question for you when we yeah, get back. It yeah. has to do with negligence per se. Sure. All right. We'll be back after this. All right. So uh, it's an interesting case and a sad one all at the same time. We'll continue discussion on that and more as Radio Law Talk continues. Remember, you can hear all of our shows that we've ever done by going to radiolawtalk.com, searchable by subject and by date. And we'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. 
This is Frederick Penny. Todd Cunin. And Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So you got a question, Denise, about negligence. I do. Um, I, I understand that in some places there's a, th- a concept called strict liability, and that's where a, a le- you know alleged defendant um, they don't comply with a law in the, in the state or jurisdiction, and somebody gets injured and they are held strictly liable for the injuries of the other person. And in this particular case, allegations are that this boat company had on the boat um, some kind of a little sticker that said it complied with U.S. Coast Guard safety standards, yet it didn't have the life preserver, it didn't have the anchor, it didn't have the ladder. So there were things that were not on there that were supposed to be part of the, the safety code. So is that strict liability? Yeah, so the answer is good question, and then it depends. And, <laughs> and and like we always say, don't forget this is a government entity we're suing, which is different than a, than a normal entity. Example, strict liability. Dog bites in many states as an example of strict liability. There's a first bite rule in some states where your dog has to show a evil propensity and bite someone first before you can be held liable. California, for example, strict liability, automatic. Your dog bites, you're you're at fault, period. So that's what Denise is bringing up. And the answer is, I, I don't know that it would. And here's the one issue. The one question is, is what I call the slippery slope. And and again, I usually jump on the plaintiff side. Was, do, was it, let's assume because of its allegations, that the boat was not fully compliant with the rules uh, of the Coast Guard. Okay, let's af- assume that. Was that the cause of the drowning? And that's what the have, you have to prove causation. was Because it wasn't p- perfectly set up according to Coast Guard laws or rules, was that a factor in causing the drowning? And we're going to argue, as a plaintiff's, yes, he was the, the little boy was not able to throw out his little, the donut thing out to mom. Uh, and then, then you know, Todd argues, well, could a four-year-old do that? Um, well, we don't know. But I guess 
that he should have had the opportunity to do, right? And maybe if he threw it out, it'd float around and mom could have grabbed it. We don't know. So that's stuff we have to try to figure out. Um, and that's why we have lawyers and arguments uh, in cases like this. It, it is an uphill battle. This case will be an uphill battle, my opinion. But it does not mean that they will not prevail on some manner. But again, a lot of it comes down to me. Oh, Cal's like, oh, my gosh. But Cal, you know what, though? It just, it's still, what, I'm not going to say bothers me. I can't figure out something had to happen. I don't know how, why she drowned. Why why can't you make it across? Go look at YouTube that lake. Right. Really, go Here, look that here's lake. Here's the variable. It's, it's very narrow, and you can get to the side. I don't know how. How cold was the water? Yeah, that's, that's true one too. question. That that's is a big too. deal because that'll sap the energy out of you. I You're mean, right, Cal. Yeah. Exactly right. That's a good, and it is, well, don't forget Ventura County. Uh, when did this accident happen? Um, it was in it was in July, July. Of this year. Ah, yeah. it's not very cold, Cal. <laughs> well, we know Ventura County is, but what about the water? What, what's it, what's its source of water? Does it get yeah. fresh water? From I something doubt cold? that it was that cold. I don't know either, but I'm saying that is a factor. I've seen many, you know, I've seen many. A lot cases of times it's of in the cold, like the Alaskas and stuff right, like that. That's right. where you. Well, in the Sacramento River near where I am, it's, many it's people cold. decide to jump in and immediately have an am- myocardial and myocardial right. infarction because it's so cold. Yeah, it's coming out of the mountains, and the body just squeezes everything off, and next thing you know. They're gone. You know, but happens, but yeah. the other interesting, but this is a lake, though, that less likely in July in yeah. Southern California, a desert. Makes Ventura sense. County yeah. is a desert area. Yeah. I just don't think it's that cold. But I, I'm not saying, you know, I, it's just bizarre to me what happened. And the anchor thing. How was the four-year-old going to toss an anchor to stop the boat from floating away? I mean, no, no. but you, you, presumably you would put down the anchor before she you before she jumped, jumped in. out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe. And, and that way it would keep her from separating from the true. boat. That's and possible. then not only that, though, the, the area where they claim that she drowned was 65 feet plus. Yeah. I don't know how how long the anchor chain is. Well, know. you know, and, and, and look, this is we're all speculating yes, here, we but are. It's all if uh, if we're assuming that they stopped to swim in 65 feet of water. I, I could see a scenario where a parent is out there with a child on the boat. The child falls in. As any parent, would have, even if they're wearing a vest, right? You, you freak out. You jump in for the child. You're so you know trying so hard to get them back up into the boat that you just lose your strength and maybe you drink some water. Something gets in. Something happens to affect your respiratory right. system, and now you're in distress because your sole focus was getting the kid back on the boat. If that happened, I mean, they weren't even planning on stopping to throw out an anchor. It, it's it's tough. And I just go, I just go back to this. I go back to this, and it's it's uh, it's going to be difficult for the case, and it is tragic at the same time. And that is that the sole witness to what happened. Yep. It's horrid. Kid. It's horrid it's for just, a poor child. It's just and that's why they've also, one of the claims or the allegations is for um, substantial emotional distress. Yeah, it's called Dylan V. Leg. Dylan V. Leg is a case where you witness a loved one die or get injured, you know, that type of thing. Uh, especially if they, you know, if they die, Dylan yeah. Leg says. And, and even though she wasn't it. working, she was an earner, right? I mean, right. is this what this is about? They're trying to replace income she would have gotten even though Glee was over and she was well, in she effect. Could, could have been doing other stuff. In effect, on the yeah. beach. I mean, yeah. we don't know what she was doing as far as, uh, but and that's well, a, but that's a callous way. Yeah, to that is, no, yeah. but uh, uh, you know, let's let's uh, hopefully the family will be able to, and this poor toddler will be able to to. Uh, bounce back sometime in their life. Let's talk about, we have to jump on the lighter side, class action lawsuit <laughs> on uh, about uh, formula. Now, apparently formula for children, I mean for babies, um, there's an argument that, you know, okay, 
lot more people are breastfeeding now they're claiming than they used yes. to be. Yes, the, the and, I, and, I, and, and I don't know what the stats are, if that's the case, but they're saying now these formula companies are saying, we've got to figure something else out. This is what they're alleging. So now they're making post baby and preemie you know the trend the transition transition formula formula. so tell me about that from breast to bottle from from flesh to latex from whatever Whatever. you know and 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 so i think it's called weaning yes is it weaning formula and and so the (laughs) issue here is this uh this company um i guess it's it's called enfagrow uh, premium Toddler Transitions is a product that they offered, and they're facing a class action lawsuit from essentially parents or lawyers that are saying, you know, your transition formula is essentially no different than than what kids are eating after they've been fully weaned. You're, you're having us buy this premium formula, and it's no different, and it, it doesn't adhere to the government nutrition guidelines it's actually even high in sugar and and dang it we've been duped well it's not just the immigrants gerber and up and up toddler also being sued yes but, but it's interesting how uh what what this lawsuit's about is that they've been duped and it's not as nutritious as you say and not only it, and basically it comes down to the laws are about you know, um, what you're advertising. Is it yeah. false or misleading? This is so similar to the Nestle lawsuit way back when, um, when, and when they used to say that the formula was um, exactly replicative of breast milk. And yes. Nestle was sued in the United States. And then Nestle then started to sell the formulas to third world. And they also got sued in the third world because their formula was not replicative of I just think it's important for lawyers to keep the general public abreast of these things that come up and, you know, as they go. I think it sucks. Yeah, yeah. And now I have to say titillating, right? All I'm going to say is that of the potential plaintiffs, I'll bet very few of them are people with more than one child because everyone knows by the time the second or third child comes along, it's like, I don't care if they'll eat it and make them shut up. Just go ahead and eat. It's got yeah. sugar. That's fine. Todd yeah. was Todd's been. To, what, how much time do we have? I have well, to tell we, Todd's story. We got enough very okay. quickly. Okay, yeah. Todd's story. You could tell he's just very sheepish and felt bad. He said, "Tell us what you said about the baby book that your mom did for your oldest brother compared to you." So my older brother, you know, probably got two or three volumes. Oh, he did this today. He did that today. Me, me, uh, age birth to twelve. Yeah, Todd grew up. That's about it. And, you know, I get a couple of lines. What does it say in the Bible? He grew in favor with God and man. There you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> now, well, I would like to know if you have any quick takes for us today. And I think it would be wise for us to start with Mr. Cunin. What is your quick take, my friend? Folks, give thanks. It's one of the few things that's free, feels good, and you won't get arrested for it. <laughs> uh, Denise, what say you? And just coming from a family lawyer, I would really like to congratulate Gray and Greg on their very compatible divorce, and it was something very done amicably and settled in such a fine way. Well done. And when you got Penny, a lot of money, it's well, easy to do that. Well, sure. Yeah. I'll just say one thing. Hashtag give thanks. Join us next week. Thanks for being with us. We love our listeners. Yeah. See ya. All right, you're one of the things we give thanks for. And, of course, the show next week. Join us then, and until then, thanks for listening.
you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. In debt. Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490. 